the Antichrist will be a hybrid entity. And can they actually kidnap a person, missing children and missing people? Because Christians who are allegedly born again and spirit-filled are being taken. Nephilim, we're going to live to be 500 years old. We can live to be giants, healthy. You're not, you, you can't get salvation once you take the mark. You become something else. We're talking about how this, quote, UFO, uh, ET, uh, how it's going to merge with the one world religion, with the Antichrist. There's four things I said I would bring out that the, according to Second Thess Thessalonians, what the Antichrist is going to, to unveil. Number one, he's going to oppose God. Oppose God. Number two, he's going to set himself up over God to be worshipped. Number three, he's going to sit in God's temple. It, you mean the Antichrist is going to be in the church? Number four, he's going to proclaim to be God. L.A. Marzulli, you there with me, buddy? I certainly am. So those four things, oppose God, sets himself up to be worshipped, sets in God's temple, the church, and he proclaims to be God. Does this sound like the Antichrist to you? Oh, absolutely it is. And uh, Chuck Missler, who was another mentor, um, stated years ago that he believed that the Antichrist would boast some sort of an alien connection. In other words, look, unless a person understands the scriptural passage of Genesis 3.15, where Jesus is in the garden with Adam and Eve, the dragon's over here, and Jesus looks to the serpent, the dragon, and says, your seed, your offspring, will be at war and enmity with the offspring of the woman. He, the offspring of the woman, will crush your head, take your kingdom away from you, you will bruise his heel. That sets up the rest of the biblical narrative. The Antichrist will be a hybrid entity. In fact, the, the Antichrist, in my opinion, will be a Nephilim, part angelic host, part human. It's right out of Rosemary's Baby, Hollywood. It's exactly okay, what it okay. is. Put a pause in that because I want to talk about the Nephilim, okay? Um, but before we go there, how, in your opinion, do you see this thing happening? In other words, we wake up one morning, and how does the Antichrist, this Antichrist, fit in with the aliens? How is this going to merge together? How do you see this? Because he's a hybrid entity. Okay. He's a hybrid. Dr. David Jacobs already talks about the idea that they're hybrids walking amongst us. We've, okay. in, 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 in the book, UFO Disclosure, um, there's a line-by-line -line, uh, question and answer that I did with a pastor who had an encounter with a, with a female hybrid. Uh, this woman was six foot four, blonde hair, and I mean, he was, it was eye to eye contact, her eyes shifted, she growled at him, bared her teeth at him. Um, they're in a fixed state, they're here, they're already running okay. around. Okay, so they are here among us now. Now these are demon beings, forget about the hocus pocus Hollywood, you know, science fiction type stuff. These are real demonic beings that are walking amongst us. L.A., one of my four things about the Antichrist is he will be in the temple, in the, in, in the church. Are these beings actually in our church today? Are they operating in the religious system today? Well, they are and they aren't. I think my interpretation of that scripture in the temple, there will be a literal rebuilt temple, even though it looks like right now that Israel doesn't want such a thing. 
but there is a movement in Israel to rebuild the temple. And I believe, you know, I believe it will happen at some point. You see, the thing is, we don't know the length of time between the apostasy and when the man of sin is revealed. Is it one day? Is it one year? Is it 10 years? We don't know. We only know that there's a falling away. Some people look at the word um, apostasy. Um, and the Greek word is um, apostasia, which means falling away um, or, or a, a rebellion, a literal the rebellion is what it means. There are some people who look at that and said it can mean the rapture of the church. Others say no, it must be um, this rebellion, this great falling away. It could be both. We go up, they show up. But look, out of 1.6 or 1.7 billion Christians, unless you're born again and spirit-filled, um, you're in Christian in name only. You've got to be indwelt with the spirit of a living God. That's not L.A. Marzulli's theology. That's Jesus' own words to Nicodemus. Unless you're born from above, you can't enter the kingdom of heaven. So you could have both. It could be dual meaning there. I don't know whether it is or not. All I know, David and Pastor Mike, is this. We are in a window of time that literally is unprecedented. 1.5 or 1.6 billion abortions since Roe v. Wade. That has got to change the spiritual, supernatural atmosphere over this planet in ways that we don't even understand. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question I've never asked you before, and you're going to tell me, Heavener, you got a tinfoil hat on. But is it possible that these beings that we're talking about, that you're talking about, I don't want to use the word alien, I'll use interdimensional, can they actually kidnap a person? Like you find out people that, that are missing, right? Uh, missing children and missing people. Do they kidnap them and do they actually uh, observe them and study them and maybe even put a chip in them? You know, I mean, do something to them. Is this, is this possible? It's, it's a very disturbing answer. Um, there are churches that don't want me to talk about this because it's incredibly disturbing, but it's just based on the research and what we're hearing. Um, I've got people who are Christians who are being taken. Now, they, they, they evoke the name of Jesus, supposedly, and nothing happens. I have other people that evoke the name of Jesus, and bam, their abduction stops instantly, instantly. So it's not black and white. It's not so simple. And the only thing I've been able to pin it on is that the unprecedented time that we find ourselves living in is the 1.5 or 1.6 billion abortions. Here's my proof text for all this, David, that when, when Daniel was in Babylon, he, he prays. It takes 21 days for the angel to get there. And he's got to fight the prince of Persia. So it's just not this little magic prayer. And this guy's coming from the throne room. He's coming from the throne room for crying out loud. Why does he have to fight the prince of Persia? Why can't he just say, in the Father's name be God? No. He's got to get reinforcements from Michael and then, then fight. So this is what I mean. We've got this truncated view, this oversimplistic view of the supernatural. I don't think it's that, it's that cut and, and dry. Look, the name of Jesus is more powerful than any other name. Let me let me make that really clear. That at the name of Jesus, every head will bow, every knee will bend. I get that. I get that. But when we move into this thing and people come to me and go, L.A., why am I being taken? 
why am I being taken? I have no answer. And if any of you out there have an answer, you let me know. Because Christians who are allegedly born again and spirit-filled are being taken. And I find, look, yeah. let me give you one more story. Here's an elder yeah. in a church. This guy's a straight ahead. I, I spoke with this man 24 hours after the, the abduction. Now, he wasn't taken, but he was almost taken. He was pulled off the bed, levitating between the bed and the exterior wall, and he can't even think at this point. But he, he's able to think the name of Jesus. It breaks it, and he's back in the bed. So we've had both, people who evoke the name of the Lord, and it breaks what's going on. And then there's other people like this guy who's driving a car. He's driving. He looks up in his, in his right-hand part of the windshield. He sees a white light. Next thing he knows, it's an hour and a half later, and he's miles down the road. How did that work? He didn't even yeah. have a chance to say anything. But I want to just, just touch one more thing. I want to make sure I say this before we go, because I know we're coming down to the end of our time together, that yeah. when these guys actually show up, David and Mike, and this is what people don't get, it is a paradigm shift globally, and it happens instantaneously. There's no talk about it. It's just boom. It's everything ET. And the whole planet just shifts. The whole paradigm, everything just shifts. And the church doesn't understand the severity of that shift. If we're still here, all bets are off. Are you kidding me? All bets yeah. are off. And, and, and here's the thing. When they show up, they're going to tell us that they're going to give us, like you said, all this energy. They're going right. to give us wisdom. We're going to live to be, you know, 500 years old. I mean, there's going to be a lot of good stuff that these people are going to bring. Oh, yeah. And you're, yeah. And hey, and that's the point I wanted to make. And I wanted the last thing I want to talk to you about is the Nephilim. As in the days of Noah, we're all we're all going to be kind of like the Nephilim. We're going to live to be 500 years old. We can live to be giants, healthy. Richard Shaw and I actually extracted an implant from a man who was 45, who was taken when he was five years old by the Greys up into the ship, and he was implanted. And we watched a film in one of our watchers' film, I believe it's uh, uh, Watchers 7. And, I mean, it's incredible. We were there, three camera crews, and we filmed the whole thing, and there's the implant. I believe that these implants are prototypes for the mark of the beast. In other words, when you take this implant, it changes your DNA. You become something other than human, which is why in the book of Revelation, it says that when you take the mark, you're, you're not, you, you can't get salvation once you take the mark. You become something else. It changes your DNA. And that's what I think these, these implants are. And I mean, I was talking about this literally 20 years ago and being laughed at by my Christian brothers and sisters. Now it's a little different because it's like starting to unravel and people are realizing that, wait a minute, something's going on here. Yeah. L.A., give us your website, how they can get in contact with you and where you're going to be. It's lamarzuli.net, lamarzuli.net. Five conferences coming up, and then we're done for the year. All right. In the name of your new series, uh, your book and your new uh, uh, DVD is, is what? Well, the, the, the series is On the Trail of a Nephilim. There's, there's actually three DVDs in it. Mysterious Mound Builders, Mathematical Mysteries of the Mound Builders, and Secrets of the Supernatural. The book, of course, is what we've been talking about the entire show, is the UFO book. And, right. folks, if you haven't gotten it yet, 
this will arm you. It'll tell you what's going on. You guys, you got you got to check this out. It's it's unbelievable. Well, LA, it's been great to have you. I really appreciate you, brother, and, and I'm praying for you. God bless you guys. Sure appreciate it. Take care. Everybody, David here. You know, I'm walking in this indoor mall and people are spending a lot of money. There's a lot of wealth here. But you know, there's many countries, third world countries, that don't have the resources. And that lays on my heart something very, very uh, important to me. God spoke to me and said, David, I want you to give away free DVDs of Last Evangelist. There is no reason ever why a church, a pastor, a Sunday school, a Bible study should ever be denied learning more about these end times. I want to print up DVDs and I want to do a workbook and I want to thank you for being part of this international campaign. God bless you all.